0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of international football. Scotland have a Euros to look forward to, but kick off a World Cup qualifying campaign against Austria. Elsewhere, Scott Brown is leaving Celtic for Aberdeen at the end of the season, and Hearts fans are warned not to gather at Tynecastle after crashing out the cup in Brora. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Yeah Gordon, a, a big night ahead for Scotland As they start their campaign to get to Qatar in 2022 A tough start though against Austria And a tough 10 days ahead Following that with away games against Israel and Faroe Islands But how good would it be to get off to a winning start tonight Carry on that momentum that we got back a few months ago And continue that into our qualification campaign And big news today, Scott Brown What an icon of Celtic one of the greatest captains since Billy McNeil, as you rightly says so often, leaving the club and going to pastures new at Aberdeen. I'm sure a lot of fans out there will have different opinions on that situation. Yeah, big talking points, Gordon. Obviously, Scott Brown one will be a, a massive topic, leaving Celtic after all those years. And um, looking forward to Scotland tonight. Big question mark. Steve Clark, what team does he go for? You know, this is important. We have to go off to a good start. We're at home. Yes, it has got to be difficult, but let's try and keep the momentum going. I feel like the band's back together. Thursday night, November, mm-hmm. Serbia. We stayed here till midnight. The show just went on and on. We could have done it all night long. That's broadcast on the, the radio I'm talking about. And maybe mm-hmm. do you want to do that tonight? Scotland win? Will we just stay on? Stay on again? <laughs> is the number but before we get to that Gordon Deal I know it's, it's a big night for Scotland and it's certainly a big day on the club front with this Scott Brown news what about Mark Wilson turning up dressed head to toe in black all because Scott Brown's leaving Celtic He's mourning the occasion He's turned up here like he's going to a funeral The look in his face yeah. His favourite Bruni his, his beloved Bruni Is leaving Yeah he sat Are in the you car- here for him tonight? No He sat in the car park for about 20 minutes He wouldn't come in He was distraught the lad I uh, saw that head in his hands Yeah Yeah um, it's, it's, it's a massive day for Scott Brown See when you're, you're saying that My mate who An old pal of mine's Darren Bonner If you're listening In Saudi Arabia Works out there Texts me just before I get out of the car Saying he's 40 year old And he's almost sitting there Almost in tears Deadly serious Almost in tears Because this day Has came That's how much he meant To, to some people Yeah And well You had the privilege Of sharing the dressing room That day I'll never forget it When we all turned up At Archerfield And he was sitting there and you know the join join your face, and then the join ours when he actually just walked away and left the stand. <laughs> and the thing is, I assume that suit used to fit him that he's wearing. Maybe not so much anymore, but it used to. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Thoughts on Scotland tonight? Thoughts on Scott Brown? Two massive stories on one night. So let's get stuck right in. We're here until eight o'clock. Give us a call And if you'd rather tweet You can do that as well At Clyde SSB But of course We would rather speak to you And hear what is on your mind 01419511025 um, Right Pick your Scotland team Then quickly I'm pretty sure We'll talk Scott Brown In the phones Very very soon Who's playing for Scotland tonight? Um, I'll go first then uh, For me 3-5-2 David Marshall on goal Back three 
I think he'll change it I don't think Declan Gallagher Will play Because he's sat on the bench For a couple of uh, games I think he'll go away Got us to this position though Thanks for the loyalty okay. Oh listen he certainly no, right, did okay, But no, Don't justify I'm, it to me I mean we're not going to call up Willie Miller Are we Because he represented Scotland well But anyway Hanley, McKenna <laughs> And Tierney Is a back three Okay um, I'll go Stephen O'Donnell Right wing back Andy Robertson Left wing back A midfield three Scott McTominay Cal McGregor And John McGinn And two up front Adams and Dykes No Stuart Armstrong No Stuart Armstrong okay. He's no got Ryan a No Ryan Christie I can only fit 11 in I'm just checking mm-hmm. Just, just, just no making Willie sure Miller. You've not overlooked <laughs> Gordon Deal Dave Marshall in Nets Back three Nets Mc- What's this? I know that's ancient part Back three McTominay Gallagher and Tierney O'Donnell and Robertson Wingbacks Midfield three McGregor Armstrong McGinn Dykes and Adams up top Whose team would win? Put your money on it Okay Right 01419511025 If you've got any thoughts On the Scotland game The line up How we start this campaign Whatever it may be Get them in um, And if you want to talk Scott Brown We can do that as well That is a massive story There's no doubt about that Mark Wilson Confirmation today The rumours have been Bubbling away for a couple of weeks now He has signed for Aberdeen On a pre-contract After 14 years at Celtic 35 year old Club captain He'll join Pataudry Club this summer on a two-year deal in a player-coach role. The CV, Mark, the numbers are staggering. 613 appearances, 22 trophies, 127 appearances in Europe alone, and 47 goals, 14 years at the club. (sighs) Sum up. Yeah, um... Listen, the stats sum up alone, Gordon, because to be at Celtic, uh, everyone knows, it is very, very difficult to hold down a place at Celtic, never mind be there for so long, make so many appearances, but match those appearances with actual honours that make a difference. And that's a big thing, to to be at the, the forefront of that for 14 years, being captain for 10 of those, um, it, it's remarkable. You don't see it that much in modern day football anywhere. And... The Celtic fans I'm sure would have liked to have wished him well Being in the stadium And a send off that was fitting of his service Unfortunately that's not going to happen And I would think when he came back with Aberdeen next season He'll get the proper send off He's been a remarkable servant to the club on and off the pitch And that's through times where when he first came to the club There was a few personal Mm. issues in his family he had to deal with That could be hard to go over But he did go over it and he he proved he was such an important player in those early years. He changed the way he played. He, he got injured. He was written off. Brendan Rodgers came in, gave him a new lease of life, a new role. He took to it. He learned a kind of different way of playing that midfield role. And he flourished. He won player of the year. And that's just remarkable for a player of his age to bounce back so many times. He went on to captain his country, retired, came back. He has been an iconic figure in, in Scottish football for the past 15 years. And I still think he should be at Celtic next year. I think Celtic have missed an opportunity and he should still be and there. He's about end, to burst into tears. And then they want to listen to the Mark Wilson podcast with Scott Brown just tuning in. And he's, he's still alive, by the way. That sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were going to be the pundit. We're going to start playing the music to take I've him away. I've never seen him so emotional. He's passionate. I, I liked yeah. it. I don't, I don't mind yeah, a bit yeah, of passion. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I think Mark made a great point there. I think the saddest thing about Scott Brown leaving Celtic is. He won't have that an emotional day that he takes yeah. to Celtic Park in the green and white hoops for the last time, Gordon. Right, get your calls in on that right now, Celtic fans. It is a huge day. Scott Brown is leaving. He's going to Aberdeen. How do you feel about it? Let us know right now. We'll quickly go to Hamden, get a scene setter from Andrew McLean. 
Yeah, well, I arrived at Hamden looking forward to a new campaign against Austria, a team we haven't played since 2007. It was Gary O'Connor who scored the winner in that one. But then when I got up to the gantry, the first thing I see on the TV is Israel playing. And it generally feels like we cannot escape them, especially <laughs> since we play them again on Sunday for the sixth time since the start of 2018. They're currently 1-0 down to Denmark at the moment. Moldova and Faroe Islands are the other teams in our group, just to refresh your memory. Uh, the team that finishes top of the group goes to Qatar 2022, and the team that finishes second goes into the playoff round. The message from Steve Clark and his players this week has been to forget about the Euros, forget about what's happening in the summer, and now focus on making the best start we possibly can in these World Cup qualifiers. And for all the joy that last November brought, Scotland did go on to lose the next two matches after the success in Serbia. But it's a new year. There's a couple of new players in the squad as well. One of those is Shea Adams, who I'm sure we're all excited to hopefully see in action tonight. Three goals in his last four Southampton games. So a chance for him to carry on the good form over onto the international stage. Austria will have a strong team out too after some doubts. Their German-based players have travelled, so the likes of David Alaba and Marcel Sabitzer should feature for them tonight. I'll bring you full team news when I get it. We look forward to that one. Let's go straight to the phones and bring in Alec, who's a Celtic fan. Alec, how are you feeling after hearing the news that Scott Brown is leaving? Hi, lads. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Uh, pretty shocked, to be honest with you. I know there was a lot of speculation about it, but uh, for it to be now confirmed, I think that it's a brave decision what he's made. Uh, I agree with Mark that I would have liked to have seen him at Celtic next season. But obviously, with the way that maybe Celtic are going to get down, you know, you've got guys like Soro there who who obviously was playing well and then Bruni came back in. But I think at this age, to go to Aberdeen, we all know the, the love-hate relationship that Bruni's got, you know, but Aberdeen are getting themselves one hell of a player. They're getting them. It's, it's obviously it's getting them for free. The wealth experience that he's going to bring to Aberdeen, and you know, obviously, he's going to get himself coaching along the way. He could have. I think that he could have stayed at Celtic. There's going to be big changes at Celtic Park. He could have stayed at Celtic. There was obviously speculation that you know he had the option to take the the one year. And he could have he could have dwindled away in the background, but for him to step out and take another challenge at this age, you know, I think you know you've got to commend him. And you'll probably never see a a a player captain get these get the many honours probably again in your lifetime. You know what I mean? And you know, good luck to the boy. Good luck to him. Gordon, is it a brave decision as Alex suggests? Uh, it's a massive decision um, He could have stayed at Celtic Park Waited to see Who the new manager was going to be See if he fitted into that structure Gordon But obviously Aberdeen have uh, You know come calling uh, He's been impressed with what they've had to say And you think about it And everyone knows Scott Brown Aberdeen fans You know <laughs> they didn't love Scott Brown Not many fans apart from Celtic love Scott Brown So it's up to him to go up there But I totally agree with Alec what he takes with him, uh, with Stephen Glass, uh, to help him there, with the knowledge of Scottish football, still playing, you know, young players looking up to him. I just think it's a, a terrific move for him. It's a new venture. He's been at Celtic a long, long time. Sometimes a change is what you need. He's looking to go down the coaching uh, route now and he'll get a chance to express his, his points and, and get doing a bit of coaching day to day because he won't train every single day he'll keep himself uh, fresh for playing so it's a great, great opportunity for him and I wish him all the very you best you think a lot of this decision, Mark, is about 
Prolonging the playing time Do you think Scott Brown sees Aberdeen As an opportunity to play more Than he would perhaps get at Celtic going forward um, I'm not sh- too sure about that I think you're you're talking in equal measures I think the lure of the coaching And the assistant manager Is obviously what's lured him in And his first steps into that And who knows where that could lead You know We've seen stranger things happening Things not going well with teams Managers losing their jobs And the assistants quickly Take up the manager's role um, The door obviously opened at the right time For Scott to start thinking about Beyond his playing career And I do still think he's got a year's playing left in him I do still think he will play A volume of games for Aberdeen But Daz touching it there Just to get that day-to-day input Into training, into tactics With a manager above you Learning on the job mm. Will put him in good stead for when he's 37, 38 When no doubt he will get a manager's job somewhere Alec, it's almost hard to imagine Scott Brown wearing an Aberdeen strip. I'm sure you'll agree with that. How do you, how do you look at it going forward? Is there a worry there, Alec, that, that Celtic will struggle to replace him? Does it does it bring with it a sort of a fear of the future without Scott Brown, or are you, you comfortable that the timing is is almost right? To be honest, with you, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with the timing because it goes back to Henrik Larsson. When Henry Larson left, it was like, "How can we replace this guy? You can't replace him, so you need to you need to adapt otherwise." Celtic won't be able to, be able to replace Scott Brown, and I believe, like I said, with a new with a new managing structure and everything that's going to be coming in, you know, Celtic will probably be doing a completely different road. And I think that it'd have been sad to see Bruni sitting on the bench and the fans saying, "I'll just let him come on for the last ten minutes because we're winning three 0 you know, I, 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 I'm glad that he's actually went out. And I think that he's, he's still good enough. After the old firm game on Sunday, he's shown that he's still good enough to play week in, week out. But I think that as we spoke about, the, the, the lure into management yeah. and whatever else. You know, so I, I will watch Aberdeen with a wee bit more thing now because Scott Brown has always got... Scott Brown's been part of my Celtic, you know what I mean? And uh, as it's going to be very, very strange to see him go up. Yeah. It's going to be weird trying to imagine it, isn't it? Yeah. You've had a few days to sort of think about it. Uh, Christopher Wren says, Good luck to Scott Brown in his new chapter. For me, the second most successful to Big Billy. I'm sure he'll be a Celtic manager in the coming years. Who picks up the mantle, though, is the worry for me. That is Christopher on Twitter. Let's bring in Frank. Um, Frank, how would, how would you sum up your emotions at, at hearing that news today? Um, back with Matt Wilson um, and probably hundreds of thousands of Celtic fans. It's a sad day. Um, Scott's uh, an absolute true great of the club, a legend in my eyes he's the second greatest captain the club's had, he's the greatest captain in my lifetime I'm 45 um, he's a warrior, a fighter he brings so much to the team on and off the park um, he's been through a lot in his own personal life and um, I think he came to Celtic, he's obviously a Hibs fan and he still is a Hibs fan but he's, a, he's got Celtic through his blood now um, so it's a sad day It's up there with, I'm sure Mark remembers this as well The day that Henry Larson Kind of Hung his boots up for Celtic And we all remember The grown men in the terraces At Celtic Park And um, Henrik was crying as well And it's just a shame Bruni's not going to get that um, It'd be great if Celtic could go out And win the Scottish Cup this year um, And give him a fitting tribute And add to his trophy all Because the man is a true legend Of the club and I think it says a lot about him as a person and as a player that he's not chosen what a lot of people have done the easy option which is see in his final year at Celtic 
um, and took the extension. He's going up to a brand new challenge with a club, let's be honest, that's in a bit of a turmoil. But they're going through a massive overhaul and he's going up there with Stephen Glass. And I'd just like to wish him all the best because um, the man has gave so much to the club and he's a true idol for myself and for everybody else. And um, yeah, pretty gutted, obviously. But as you say, everything needs to come to an end. And good luck, good luck to Bruni. You're a legend, son. Yeah, so is that is that where the, the sadness comes from, Frank? That it's the end of an era? Or is it a... Is there a fear that it's not the right decision It's not the right decision for him It's not the right decision for the club No, I, I, yeah, it's a sad day Because it's an era I think it's the right decision for Scott Personally I know he was man of the match on Sunday And he sees qualities again um, that, that says a lot I mean, he's man of the match and Up against Rangers Who have had a great season um, and, and they've got a strong midfield And Scott held his own And, and bossed the game Um it's a sad day because it's game to an end, but and I think it is as Desmond said last night. We've got Celtic going through a bit of a transition, which everybody knows it's going to be a massive overhaul, and this is another piece to that jigsaw. But it's probably the biggest piece because when Brendan Rodgers left, everybody was asking right who's going to fill the void there, and um, I, I think this is bigger, much bigger, because when Rodgers left, Lennon came in and kind of kept the ship running, but. Who replaces Scott Brown's the, the the one that nobody can really get their head around and I've had a long and hard think about it at the club. McGregor's a great guy, but in my eyes he's never a captain. I don't think he's got the presence or the motivation that somebody like Brownie's got. The only player in that squad to me that's got it, but I think there is a massive danger he could leave also is Christopher Ayer. I think he's got that captain sort of mentality, the presence in the pitch and you would feel motivated playing for him. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's um, the we knew this day was coming. Um, so uh, to me, it's as big a problem for Celtic as finding a new manager. All right, Frank. Thank you very much. It was good to hear from you. Let's get the Scotland starting eleven. It's a new campaign. We've got new players involved, and we're building up to a Euros. This is going to be a big indication, perhaps, from Stevie Clark how he sees things going forward. Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, a lot of the focus in the build-up has been Shea Adams. He is on the bench for Scotland tonight. However, Jack Hendry does start for Scotland. It means Scott McTominay moves into midfield. But there's no Callum McGregor in the starting lineup. Just a place on the bench for him. So it'll be David Marshall who starts in goal. The back three, Jack Hendry, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney. The four across midfield, Stephen O'Donnell, Scott McTominay, John McGinn and Andy Robertson. And it'll be Ryan Christie and Stuart Armstrong just off Lyndon Dykes up top. The substitutes, Gordon, McLaughlin, Fleck, McGregor, Gallagher, McKenna, Fraser, Nisbet, Adams, McBurney, Palmer and McLean. What do you make of that? Jack Hendry and Grant Hanley back in the starting eleven. Scott McTominay into midfield. No Callum McGregor. We don't see that very often for Scotland. And if we're going to see Shea Adams' debut, it's going to have to be from the bench. Let us know. Are you happy with that or not? You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diell are here. What a big day this is for Scottish football. We kick off a new World Cup qualifying campaign tonight. And Celtic announced that Scott Brown is leaving after 14 years and heading to Aberdeen in the summer. It is all happening. So get your calls in. And let us know what's on your mind Elsewhere in our group by the way Israel have now gone 2-0 down 
uh, at home to Denmark, who are the top seeds in the group. Um, some not too impressive defending from, I think it was El Hamed, Gordon, was it? The former Celtic defender? Yes, we recognised him right away, Gordon. It wasn't the best defending, you said. And uh, Denmark, Denmark, Denmark looking very strong indeed. Um, away from home, bossing this game 2 0 up. Long way back for Israel I must admit We like a bit of fun On a Thursday night But Mark Wilson's Almost in tears At the news yeah. That Scott Brown Is leaving Celtic We had um, The previous caller Was on as well Frank and Kilmarnock He was he was close as well mm-hmm. You're going to need to You're going to need to Keep us upbeat tonight If there's going to be An air I, I, of I, I, I'm feeling sadness. dragged down I'm a well, Scotland sadness. might cheer us up You never know Scotland will certainly uh, Cheer us up We gave you the team Just before the break there Some interesting inclusions No Shea Adams from the start Grant Hanley and Jack Hendry Back in to the team They play in a back three Alongside Kieran Tierney Which means Scott McTominay's in midfield Callum McGregor is on the bench A few others What else jumps out at you? Josh is a Scotland fan from Irvine What did you make of it Josh that team? Hi gentlemen how are we doing? Oh good how are you? Hi good thank you Looking for Thoroughly looking forward to the game tonight uh, Mark Wilson obviously won't be watching it um, as he'll be leading the candlelit vigil uh, down the Celtic Correct. way for Scott Brown yeah. later on. Um, the, the team guys, when I seen the team there five minutes ago, I just oh god, Grant Grant Hanley. Um, it, it just he's a name that kind of is synonymous with with fear for me. Um, and I'm just I'm watching him in years gone by, he just he's just a player that. It makes whenever he's on the ball, it just gives me the fear that he's always got a mistake in him. Um, having said that, I hope that you will you will slot into that kind of Declan Gallagher role um, of you know a back three with two footballers next to him and Jack Kendu, who is who's um, more of a kind of um, ball playing centre back, and Kieran Tierney obviously. Um, whereas he, he'll just be the kind of focus, you know, he'll be the, the Central defender, if you like, that's just about you know one in the head. So I'm hoping that, but it, it does give me the fear. Wee bit surprised that Cal McGregor's no starting. Um, but as I was saying, your producer, I wonder if there's something in the fact that Ryan Jack's not the squad, in the fact that they've formed a, such a, an effective partnership over the past um, several games. Um, so I wonder if there's something in there. Uh, we also we've been surprised that Che um, Che isn't starting. Um, Che Adams that is so interesting to see but I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing McTominay pushed up to midfield his natural position he's probably you know when you've got a player that dynamic um, you know watching a few of his Man United performances of late you know I think you've just you've got to get him into midfield because he's just he's he's, he's brilliant um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes yeah, I mean, Mark, it just shows you it doesn't take much to to kind of break up those partnerships because the the kind of back three that, that got us there, if you like, is is Gallagher and McTominay. Gallagher's not playing at all. McTominay's playing in midfield. Um, Jack and McGregor, as as Josh rightly says, Jack's unavailable. McGregor's on the bench, so yeah. it, it doesn't sound like a drastically different team, but, but in many ways it is. Yeah, well, we've chatted about. Before about how Steve Clark is quite loyal to his players And he, he'll play the same guys Or will he play the same guys who served us so well Well, I think tonight it's shown that he's looked at the bigger picture Who's been playing Who's been playing in form um, I would argue that McGregor's form Hasn't been particularly sparkling Like it has been the last couple of years 
Um, with Declan Gallagher Yes he's done brilliant for Scotland There's no yep. doubt about that But he's been on the bench for Motherwell So when you look at Grant Hanley He's played almost every game for Norwich this season And a, a team mm-hmm. that's romping the Championship So you can see that Steve Clark has analysed these individuals And thought this is a team mm-hmm. that come together This is the one that will serve as best against Austria tonight Grant Hanley's an interesting one Gordon mm-hmm. I... Wouldn't try and speak on behalf of everyone But I've got a sneaky feeling Most Scotland fans feel a bit like Josh Grant Hanley mm-hmm. gets a lot of stick um, In the games that he's played for Scotland In the past And he's played lots of them by the way He's got far more caps than people seem to to realise But he does play at a, a decent level He's about to get promoted again to the English Premier League He is the captain of a Norwich team That is romping the Championship There has always been A, a, a slight Kind of disconnect between the, the level he plays at And the, the way Scotland fans feel about him Or perhaps the way that some of his Scotland performances have been There's another big chance for him to, to a, try and stake a claim It's a massive chance but he's in with different players again uh, Obviously Jack Henry coming in there That's a big opportunity for him I like the team Gordon uh, As much as I went with a team that I thought That um, Steve Clark usually goes mm. with a bit of loyalty uh, he's mixed up a bit of freshness in there They're a good bit of energy Armstrong to me has been absolute Every time I've watched him with Southampton this season He's been absolutely terrific And I'm delighted he's in there The one question Mark um, Yeah he's wanted McTominay in the midfield The back the back three's got a little bit of pace about them as well Which helps um, But the one question Mark you probably say And I watched him on Sunday I know what Mark's saying about people in form And there's a lot of players in that, that team yeah. uh, is in because they're in form Ryan Christie Hasn't been playing at his best mm-hmm. for me Now there's great options there With Ryan Fraser who I thought like, Linked up with Dykes uh, The last time they played together Or, thought, or you play Adams and Dykes as Josh says yeah, he was wanting to maybe, see him Maybe an Adams-Dykes But he obviously thinks that uh, Maybe it's the fact that Christie's been playing in that diamond And we, we spoke about it at the weekend Whereas tonight He'll play off dates He'll go and mm. play in his natural position So he may have went for yeah. that option uh, and It just shows you the challenge of being an international manager Because had Declan Gallagher been playing every week for Motherwell He probably would have played Given the way that he's yeah. been for Scotland in the past Josh How do you feel about the balance between Obviously starting the campaign Well this is a World Cup qualifier Very important But also maybe trying to get the team in, in a particular shape for the Euros What's What's the priority? Um, the, the priority, I mean, the priority is winning tonight. I mean, you know, look, looking at the looking at the campaign fixtures tonight is a must win. You know, um, if, if we're serious about qualifying for Qatar uh, twenty twenty two, um, which, which obviously we all are, so we, we really, really need to win tonight. Um, having said that, though, um, I wonder how much. You know, I'm struggling to get excited. Well, it's hard. To, it's hard to really say, but you know, I'm struggling to get excited to, for the Euros in the summer because, you know, we're not 100 sure whether we're going to be going or not uh, in terms of the fans. That is, um, so I, I, I think you've got to remember as well um, that, that this is a triple header. Um, yeah. You know, we've got three games here, so there will be rotation. Um, you, you know, so I'm, I'm thoroughly expecting the likes of Che Adams. Um, and Callum McGregor, Ryan, uh, Ryan Fraser to come in over the next couple of games and for there mm-hmm. to be changes because I think that that's what Steve Clark's wanting to create is that that, that kind of uh, club environment in an international setting where he has a certain you know, number of players that can come in yeah. but he can also rotate the squad between those players. 
Yeah, do you know, it's a nice problem to have because these decisions are, are all quite marginal, I think, for people. Mm-hmm. Talk about being unable to please everyone, right? Two tweets just came in about a minute apart, I think. Reese Campbell tweeted to say, Strong team tonight. Looks like Clark might actually play our best midfielder in midfield. Obviously talking about McTominay. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Paul says, A big start for Scotland and we start a centre-back for the first time. Adams is the best striker we've got. Let's leave him in the bench. Christie's form's been poor and McKenna <laughs> is a better option than Hanley. <laughs> Paul, uh, I was I was quite looking forward to that tonight until you can't until Paul gave us him. gave us that analysis. Um, right, Josh, enjoy the game. Hopefully, we'll speak to you soon. David is a Celtic fan from Wisher. How are you feeling about the Scott Brown news, David? No, I'm not surprised, Gordon. No. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Mark. Hi, David. I'm Hi. not surprised. Uh, Scott Brown. It's hard to take not no getting ten in a row. So when Neil Lennon went and uh, Scott Brown said, "Right, I'll be I'll be next in the." I'll be next to go, he says. So the Aberdeen job came up for him, and he went for it. Good on him. All the best. All the best, Scotty. Now, looking at that face in the tunnel, for any match, any important match, tells Aberdeen, he was playing for the shot. Only man I did. My head was off to him, and I wish him all the best. Yeah, I mean... Well, yeah, that was impassioned speech from David. Don't I know that's all you've got to say, David? But stay there. We'll bring you back. We'll get something else out. David, Mark, what was the? David mentions the, you know, the kind of the, the expression in the tunnel, that type of thing. That's the bit that we see. Um, it, it's one of the perhaps will be the kind of lasting images, if you yeah. like, of, of Scott Brown in a Celtic jersey. What is his influence like as a player? Listen, you don't need me to tell you it's huge no, around we, the players I, I, around I, I, him, I would like you to tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind. You wouldn't be good enough to share a no, question. Well, I've never played yourself. <laughs> when he came to Celtic 2007, um, he was influential even back then. If you remember his last game for Hubs against Celtic, he was so influential in that Hubs team. He was fighting with Arnaud on the pitch in that last game. Two of them were teammates. So he came in. And didn't show that he was intimidated by the task ahead of him And the players took to him right away And I think when players play like he does On the pitch, given everything You respect him instantly And he got the respect from the foreigners The big hitters, if you like, who came in Could see that this guy could play But he was super fit and he dragged people along with him Now he had to go through, what, three years before he then became captain in 2010 And, you know... I think the, the side that people don't see They see the side on the pitch I'm in the tunnel The, the straight face on The swagger that came when he came out the tunnel Some people would laugh Some people would love it But in the dressing room The way he was with players who came in the door at Celtic Who were unsure of the dressing room He was first over to greet them He would be You know Telling them what things were about at the club Trying to help them out And that's the things that you don't see You just associate Scott Brown with The guy that's in mm-hmm. the huddle giving the speech And the snarling tackles and that Far from it off the pitch And that's a sign of a good captain That's how he remained captain for 10 years You don't remain captain of a club Any club for 10 years If you're not top at your job And particularly at Celtic Think the amount of influential players Who've came and gone through the door But none of them came close To replacing them as captain Through five, maybe five different managers That just shows you the, the, the stature he had at the club And how good he was at that role of being captain And did you feel that you... And other players did feed off that that kind of swagger, if you like, on the pitch. Whether it be, I don't know, whether it is the, the talk in the huddle, or whether it's the first time he's into a tackle, or the first time he picks a fight with someone, whatever it may be, did did that make a difference? I think you always do. I think when you've got a captain who, and not just Scott Brown, but I think when you've got a captain like that who's a real leader, um, can 
when things aren't going right in games, which often do, can drag you along, can you know give you a shuriken, a real shout, and that you respect them, and and he can pull you at all. Um, he certainly did. He was he was very very influential. Um, same age as myself, but you you still looked up to him because he had the armband on and because he took to the role so well. He still looked up to him because mm. he knew how to fulfil that role and. He got under people's skins as well And the opposition side and He only got under people's skins Because people knew how good he was at his job And Celtic will miss Somebody else says earlier The role or or the task to fill that role now mm. Is huge for Celtic I, I don't know who to turn to David, will it be a How big a miss will it be going forward David? Does that worry you? Oh no, nothing worries me now It's going to be, it's going to be a massive worry Because if uh, I mean If Brown and Stephen Glass knock it off Aberdeen will move because as Mark was saying there you've got one great guy in that Scott Brown played for New Jersey but I knew he was going to and I'll be really sorry to see him go but I knew he would go because after Neil went away Scott Brown I'll give it a year as the boys say there all on the new manager comes in takes over how are they going to go on no the, the, the Aberdeen job come up for him and he took it and good luck to him I'll miss him definitely because I always called him Moon Scott. Let's let's do something, but the face in the tunnel, that that that's a Celtic man, through and through. So all the best to him and Aberdeen. And I think if they get it, if they get it together, Aberdeen, watch Aberdeen. They will come forward. All right, thank you very much. That was David in Wisher, your old pal. Curious creatures he's been on. Mm. He says the mushroom is in mourning As Bruni walks away He's texting him every hour Pleading please Scott will you stay I've been your biggest fanboy And without you we'll be stuck And eventually he texts me back saying Who is this? Get to 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's lead leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're building up to kick off Scotland against Austria It's a new World Cup qualification campaign It's a big one And just in case you're forgotten The Euro's around the corner as well So we've got a few things on our minds um, interesting team The likes of Jack Hendry And Grant Hanley Both in the back three Scott McTominay Therefore pushed into midfield Shea Adams If he gets a debut It will need to be from the bench uh, Where he's alongside The likes of Callum McGregor And Declan Gallagher Who've played a lot of football In the starting eleven. So Interesting Interesting to see Lots of people um, Questioning some of them Some people are agreeing with it As usual um, Good debate to be had on Twitter And on the phones Let's bring in Keith uh, Let's get an Aberdeen perspective On the Scott Brown situation Keith, are you excited at the prospect of Scott Brown moving to your team? Yeah, I'm a fairly delighted Aberdeen fan uh, tonight uh, Not only because of the Scott Brown thing I'll deal with that first of all I mean, I think this is a major coup for Aberdeen And, you know, it could be a bit of a masterstroke By Dave Cormack He's got to be applauded for what he's managed to do to do here, I, I don't know what kind of contract he's been offered, but uh, he obviously wants to advance in the coaching field and you know move on to be a manager. So, yeah, an, e- an excellent acquisition for Aberdeen. Uh, I've seen a bit of a mixed response, Keith. I felt you know taking social media, which is not always wise, but taking that as as my evidence on this. Scrolling through the comments, lots of Aberdeen fans like yourself are, are happy. Some not so much. Whether that's the rivalry previously or or whether you. F- Feel that there are players there already who can do a job, but you you don't have any concerns whatsoever. You're you're all behind it. None at all. I mean, obviously, have Mark's got personal uh, knowledge of what Scott Brown's like and what he does 
behind the scenes. Uh, Aberdeen were over the last few months have been set adrift. You know, they not only need a new manager, but they need other things in place behind the scenes to mm-hmm. bring on the young players and some of the you know the longer serving professionals that are there. This, if it uh, works out reasonably well, could be there could be a sea change for Aberdeen. Plus, the, the contacts that Dave Cormack's got for bringing players in from you know abroad, particularly America, obviously, and. Uh, there is another significant part of the jigsaw that I'm really hoping comes to fruition is the, the Alan Russell thing. Uh, that that could arguably be even a bigger coup if they can get this guy. I've been reading up what he's been doing yeah. uh, over the last couple of years and it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, a guy who's trusted to work with Harry Kane at international level can't be bad. Um, I guess there's another side to that which says that maybe Harry Kane doesn't need much, uh, much coaching, <laughs> much encouragement, but on a serious note Gordon Hill comes with quite a CV If he can be added to the He certainly the does He certainly does And um, He comes with a terrific reputation The fact that he's working with England Gareth Southgate She's a big um, You know A lot of bonuses In taking him in there And working with the squad Individual Working with your strikers I think Aberdeen would uh, Love him just now The amount of mm. goals they've scored In their last 10 games Or whatever it may be But Obviously that's a blend That Aberdeen have a look, looked at the, the coaching Scott Brown You know Not the fact that He's standing in the side He'll be on the pitch He'll be organising things Mark touches on Great strengths that he's got That we don't see In the dressing room On the training ground You've got a striker coach there That can work in different movements And then you've got The manager's yeah. input as well So it'll be interesting To see How this develops Gordon Let, Well Keith's on the line Let's hear from Stephen Glass Speaking to Red TV to be part of the team he's really looking forward to it he's totally committed to it as well and it's uh, it's not an easy decision for him to leave a place like Celtic so it, it says a lot for the club and what we're going to be doing at Aberdeen I think it's the size of the, the possibility that we've got here at the club uh, he knows what I'm going to try to do with it, with the team he knows the staff that are there he knows how, how ambitious the chairman is and it's something he wants to be a part of would have been very easy for him uh, to stay at Celtic there's a reason they want him to stay around. He's going to be a success. And we want that to happen at Aberdeen. So I, I just think he he wants to be a part of it. I was really keen to have him a part of it if it was possible at all. Uh, and we're fortunate that we can get it over the line. What excites you most, Keith? The fact that he comes as a coach to be part of that setup with Stephen Glass or what you're getting as a player on the pitch? I, I think both. Uh, I mean, he's obviously agreed to that dual role. So I think the... Particularly Stephen's first year in management, having him on the pitch uh, in that capacity with the experience he's got, they're, they're going to get the best of both worlds. I mean, he, he certainly is playing careers far from over. You know, he's just going to have to change like a lot more senior players do. But uh, you know, the potential, uh, what he can do for the other players in the dressing room and the training ground. And particularly on the, the pitches, again, leading by example, which Aberdeen have been far short of uh, this season. I mean, talk about the rebuild Celtic have, right? For weeks we've been talking about it being a massive rebuild because the chief executive is leaving and the manager's left and certain players have left. So Scott Brown mm. is now one of them. Chief executive, <clears throat> manager, captain. All, all in the space of a couple of weeks. So spine of your team. On this... The, 
Spiny well, your club Club yeah yeah. If you think you about got, it you, I thought you had Peter Lowell up front In the number yeah, 9 well, jersey Peter For a can, minute there Peter can play in goals um, He won't be any worse Than what's happening just now But you know <laughs> I, I, Without going over all ground Everyone knew the significance Of this season And those guys I'm sure All thought that It, it would end differently But to, but to lose Chief executive Manager mm. Captain Straight away That that by anybody's book Is a big rebuild Is it not? Massive Absolutely massive Um me personally, Gordon, I thought if Scott Brown had been offered uh, a coaching role within the structure of Celtic, he would have stayed. But I'm like, I, I don't know if it was the caller before, it says, look, it takes a lot of guts to leave somewhere. You, you're very com- you get in a comfort zone and a, a club. I think that he's been there that long. He's in that comfort zone now. He deserves to be because of what he's mm. given to Celtic. But I think it takes a bit of courage to say, no, I want to go down this road now. This is the avenue I'm going to take. And I think he will be a success, Gordon. And I like Mark. I think mm. what he's now doing is planning for after football to be a manager and bring something to the game. Keith, it's certainly an interesting and exciting time for your team. Make sure you stay in touch with us over the next couple of weeks as we see how it pans out. Thank you again. That was Keith, an Aberdeen fan from Kirkintillock. Let's do one more before we play Beat the Pundit. John... Is in Hamilton And you've got Scotland on your mind tonight John Evening guys Hi um, Yeah I'm a wee bit perplexed about the Starting 11 at uh, Davy Clark's Selected for tonight mm-hmm. um, Henry And with An untried combination at the back Going into your first uh, Qualifier for the World Cup Seems a strange uh, selection uh, I agree with Gordon I think the boy Armstrong has been Outstanding at Southampton this season And he's been Quite a goal threat down there um, McGregor I also agree that He, he needed uh, To be left out of the team I think his uh, Levels have dropped so much That he didn't merit a place in the team Just wondering about the yeah. guys Mark Callum McGregor Start with that one Um, Yeah I did say that I don't think Callum McGregor's been In sparkling form I think he's done An okay job For Celtic this season Much like the rest Of the players But when you're uh, In that midfield Area for Scotland Now you've got So much competition That I think You really need to be On top of Mm -hmm. your game To get the jersey And I think McGregor Has just fell Short of that And the players Who have taken his place I don't think you You can complain much Gordon John's a bit concerned about Hendry and Hanley untried and is that a fair point because you're not talking individually here you know Grant Hanley back Mm -hmm. for the first time in a while Jack Hendry back in the squad individually but but it's both of them and they're now right next to each other like we said previously you remember McTominay playing in the right side of that three Mm -hmm. it wasn't great to start with no but worked at it got the relationship together and by the Serbia game it looked solid and in fact it was arguably our our most impressive department if you like even our much praised midfield probably underperformed in comparison to, to that backline which has now changed significantly does that it, that worry you at all? No it doesn't he had big decisions to make one was and I think we all agree McTominay plays with Manchester United and he's a star in the middle of the pitch that's his best position get him in there right it leaves a gap at the back and then obviously Declan Gallagher we all know he hasn't been playing with Motherwell Gordon so he's went with Jack Henry who's been excellent 
We've been away in loan in Belgium. Been in, watching uh, him a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been following the last career. I was Who a does big, he play for again? I was a big fan. Uh, HV. Is it Austin? No, do you know what That's not bad actually Better than I thought You were going to do <laughs> right, okay. That's uh, one of the questions On Beat the Pundits so You've got that out of the way I'll probably not get it um, So And Hanley Has been playing with Norwich Week in week out Of course Every every partnership You put together Is, is a big I'm not surprised With McGregor Not because of ability um, He wants McTomin in there McGregor Over the last few Has played a lot of football I watched him at the weekend McGregor's a fantastic Football player But he's not got that same sharpness yeah. just now And I think a rest for a boy is very good I think that midfield is very very strong I mean I like the This is what you two are meant to be here for You know this type of cutting edge analysis But I actually like the way Josh The previous caller put it On paper And it might not turn out like this If Grant Hanley's in the middle he, He's just your ball winner He'll do what Hopefully do what Declan Gallagher did Head things Clear things Defend And Either side of him Jack Henry Very quick Kieran Tierney Super mobile He's he's a left back to trade So yeah. On paper Does it look like A good mix I think so um, The thing about Jack Henry Is he's been playing His best football In the mm. centre of three But I, I think it's more suited Tonight to well, play in the right Your old teammate Gary Caldwell on last night He said he played back three A lot and he actually Preferred it when the people Either side of him Were full backs is that right? Yeah, you know, or, or had played fullback yeah. if you like, because they're more comfortable at going out into yeah. to other areas. I, I mean, you've got to give credit to the boy Jack Henry. He, he went through a torrid time at Celtic. I still thought he had attributes that could contribute to Celtic. I know he made some glaring mistakes in some big games, but he's a young player. He's went away. He's regrouped. He's built his career back up. He's back in the Scotland team. I'm delighted for him, and uh, hopefully he does well tonight. John, great to hear from you. That was John in Hamilton. Some breaking news tonight: the COVID five at Rangers. Their disciplinary hearing is finished, but they're going to have to wait until Monday to learn what the punishment, if any, will be. Let's do this, shall we? Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. Okay, beat the pundit time. Don't forget later on in this hour we will give away the prizes again if Mark Wilson and Gordon DL um, get their act together on your behalf. But before anything, it is beat the pundit. It's your chance to win the signed ball and embarrass these two at the same time. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. The lines close at seven o'clock, so be quick. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Thursday night, you know what that means Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 to join in Or at Clyde SSB What a night we've got, what a night of football Scotland against Austria 7.45 at Hamden As we kick off a new World Cup qualification campaign I just keep saying it every time we mention it We've got a Euros around the corner as well It feels good to remind ourselves An interesting team tonight as well Plenty of debate taken off on that one and as far as I, When I finished the show last night Mark and Gordon I said Big night on international football But don't worry It is never quiet On the domestic front in Scotland And lo and behold Scott Brown After 14 years Is leaving Celtic And moving to Aberdeen So there is lots to get through uh, Let's do this first shall we This is always good fun Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right, beat the pundit time Don't forget later on this hour as well We've ditched the full time teaser this week And we're giving away some good prizes We're giving you the chance to win prizes But the catch is that Gordon Deal or Mark Wilson Need to win them <laughs> for you 
no I know, good. I know. But well, one of them's going to have to win. Mm. That's the way to look at it. And I must admit, having played this game Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I am looking forward to you two going head to head. I play Tuesday, um, but we'll do that a bit later on. It's Pete the pundit first. Andy is in Paisley. Are you a confident man, Andy in Paisley? Uh, well, first time there, Gordon. So you know, see how it goes. Right. Okay. Who's the most beatable out of these two? Oh, it's got to be the Dazzler, isn't it? It's got to be the Dazzler. <laughs> Yeah. Your right to reply is that you have a better win percentage than Wilson this season, mm-hmm. uh, this year, 2021. Yeah. yeah, he's breaking bought my league. According to Black he's... Arthur. Yeah. So we'll see Do how you know we get on. you bought my league? I've played the. He's the barely least, played. Aye. But then his percentage, oh, as I keep telling you, yeah, yeah. Gordon, what's percentages out for this guy? <laughs> <laughs> right, heads, it is Mark Wilson and tails, it's Gordon Deal. We didn't get you a game because you've been. Oh, but well, it's the coin, isn't it's it? Not the coin idea. decides. There we go. A man Ask and you will receive yes, Heads Come on Come for on Mark Wilson. Boy, so, uh, Let's give Mark Wilson Some Clyde <laughs> 2 To listen to Yes Thumbs up You've got a strange look In your face What's wrong with you <laughs> What's wrong <laughs> What is it What is that <laughs> What is it Hurry up, this is live radio You need what? to tell me what? what's going on You shouldn't be able to hear you Can you what? hear, are you listening to Clyde 2? You can't hear me It doesn't sound like Clyde 2 What does it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Kieran Lee's in Are you listening as well, Gordon Dale? What, what, what's he on about? Because I can't hear <laughs> it I don't know what's going on This is live radio, you two You need to I, I, I don't know Are you stitching me up? <laughs> <laughs> what channel's that it's on? Clyde 2 <laughs> I switched you over to Clyde 2 People are listening to this in Clyde sure 2 Clyde 2 Has someone been messing with the buttons? Is <laughs> <Some laughs> shut down? By the way Describe it to me in a family uh, friendly It's a lady who's uh, seems to be enjoying herself yeah. uh, with I know you with a dazzler Heavy saxophone playing behind her that's, <laughs> that's what you're honestly that's listening nice. to right now uh-huh. oh, well, right, Enjoy that We'll play Beat the Pundit whilst you, you listen to that Andy, are you ready to go? <laughs> Hi, ready to go Good man, sorry for these two Honestly, I don't know what's going on um, You've got 30 seconds Andy You're head to head with Mark And you can pass Are you ready? Ready to go Good man Your time starts You two going to shut up please Your time starts now Which World Cup qualification group are Scotland in? F or I? I Name any Scottish club that Paul Hartley has previously managed Uh, Hearts Which European country does Ryan Gold play in? Uh... Portugal How many rounds of games Are there after the Premiership split uh, Six Who was the last player To score for Scotland Men's team against England uh, Lee Griffiths Which SPFL team Play their home games At Palmerston uh, Abroof Name either of St Johnson's two players Whose nationality Is not British or Irish Say again sorry Name either of St Johnson's Two players Whose nationality Is not British or Irish I uh, Oh, pass Alright, okay uh, You ready? Bring you two back Can you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> yes oh, oh, that ridiculous What do you mean? Loud I don't know clear. who she is But she was having some night <laughs> Straight out of Daz's oh, movie collection yeah, I recognise the boys oh. Every night ah. Every night I do the, this game Every night I press the same button And it flips you over to Clyde 2 Are you sure you weren't listening to Clyde 2? We, oh, well that's not Clyde 2 If it's if Clyde it is, 2 If it is We're losing listeners, listeners uh, I'll be right putting now. on the night when I go home and <laughs> Switch out to Clyde 2 And never mind what you're saying Oh, oh. What How am I supposed seven? to concentrate on answers oh. after that? Right, anyway, same set of questions <laughs> to you I'm sweating <laughs> 30, <laughs> 30 oh, seconds so on the clock Hi. And your time 
starts once I get the questions ready. Your time starts now. Which World Cup qualification group are Scotland in F or I? F. Name any Scottish club Paul Hartley has previously managed. Our. Which European country does Ryan Gold play in? Portugal. How many rounds of games are there after the Premiership split? Five. Who was the last player to score for Scotland men's team against England? Kenny Miller. Which SPFL team play their home games at Palmerston? <laughs> Queen of the South. QOS. <laughs> Name either of St Johnston's two players whose nationality is not British or Irish. Uh, Alan Maris. No. What? <laughs> Doesn't play for St Johnson and is Irish. There's oh. so much wrong with that question. <laughs> Unbelievable. What was the question again? Oh, forget uh, it. I'll repeat it in a minute. Andy, how do you think that went? Oh, do you know what? With the split question, I was thinking it's six teams. I know. I know. Ah, Andy. I wouldn't laugh. Some of yours were worse than that, by the way. Right? Which qualification group are Scotland in? F or I? Fifty-fifty chance. Mark Wilson got it right Andy got it wrong yes. I'm afraid it is F So 1-0 Wilson Name any Scottish club Paul Hartley Has previously managed Dundee. Andy you went for a kind of calculated guess But it was wrong He played for Hearts But you had to be <laughs> Alawa, Dundee Or Falkirk On the management front Previously So 2-0 Wilson uh, Which European country Does Ryan Gold play in Portugal You both got it So still well, two up Mark well Wilson Andy, How up. many rounds of games Are there after the Premiership split It's five I'm afraid Andy uh, So Mark Wilson goes 3-1 in front I, I wouldn't If I turned up at my work And thought that Kenny Miller Was the last Scotland men's player To score against Lee England oh, I, would, I would not <laughs> be acting a Wembley game As smug as you are oh, Did Andy get that? Of course he did, did he? Every, Everybody uh, that's listening got it You're uh, the only person Who didn't get that <laughs> The people in Clyde too Didn't they? <laughs> um, oh, we could have so Andy pulls one back Which SPFL team play at Palmerston That is Queen of the South And then none of you knew this Name either of St Johnson's two players Whose nationality is not British or Irish oh, right. Guy Melamed yeah. Or David Witherspoon Because he's he's a Canadian international So we do football oh, that, was, that, was that was a tough one. one That was a hard one Do you know what Andy You did okay And Wilson had a few hairy moments But he still did enough I'm afraid well Hard lines Add me worries Cheers guys Unlucky Pleasure. Andy yeah. Good man Andy And Paisley Did you see the, the shift in the mood there He was about to be all cocky about it And he was about to brag Then he realised That he got Kenny Miller Lee Griffiths wrong Terrible answer So he's had to take it down a notch Terrain He's up. had to be a bit more He was lucky more he was playing Andy tonight yeah. Would you have beat yeah. him? Oh Listen, yeah. percentage rises oh, certainly Like, like rises. my temperature oh, When oh, I was oh, listening oh, to Clyde oh, too Oh, oh you should I I'm going to need to listen to this Oh Gordy Heavy oh. saxophone Gordon That's all you oh. need Swap headphones quickly And I'll, I'll press the button and, and To make sure you two Aren't such Oh, 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 oh. You'll wreck it you'll, uh, well, I don't know I'll recognise it You won't recognise it Don't worry Oh my goodness We're okay We can't that This is a family show Somebody stitched you up Somebody in the background Has stitched you up I only heard I only heard one bar of that That's all you needed to Yeah exactly repeated a lot Right You two <laughs> you two will get the chance to, to settle your dispute Who would have won Beat the Pundit Because you're going to go Head to head later on Yes And try and give away Some prizes um, The breaking news tonight Just before the news I told you Rangers Covid 5 They have had their Disciplinary hearing It has now concluded However The judgement Will be issued On Monday So I don't know Why In particular But Yeah that's just mm. The way it is These SFA Hearings Strange. and disciplinary things n- are never as straightforward as you think they should be. 
I don't know why they drag out I remember being on the show Was it a few months ago We were waiting on something And it took all night To come up with a, a simple answer And it's just prolonging it For the, the players You think You know Put them out in their misery A lot of weeks have passed Since saying They need to know David's on Twitter And he's he's done a bit of research for us He switched over to The actual Clyde 2 And he playing? says that they were playing Careless Whisper um, So I don't think that's what The Mushroom is listening <laughs> Listen, to Listen I think if you put Careless Whisper on it's what happens after Careless Whisper That's ah, what I was right, listening okay, yep. yeah. I can see where you're going with that yeah. Right okay um, Let's just hope we never have to <laughs> no. Never have to do that again uh, Right okay no, I got me up for it Oh Chandler <laughs> got you up for it um, <laughs> Let's bring in Stephen Who is in Lark Hall Stephen what do you make of that Scotland team tonight? Uh, good evening boys uh, I'll tell you what it is uh, I've been listening to the show the past couple of nights and such and there's been a lot of people shouting out for the lad Adams to play for Southampton, right? Now, for a start, uh, to play two men up front for Scotland is just known as Eddie Clark's makeup. Uh, in my opinion, his past results, you can see at Kilmarnock and previously Scotland, he likes to play near defensive and not saying trying not to win, but he's no over-attacking. So, uh, to me, it was never ever going to be two men up front tonight. And I just feel as if the team he has picked is kind of lacking a wee bit of creativity. And have we got to go back to this high balls up the dykes to try and hold the ball up and then support them? Uh, I just think it's quite a negative selection, but no uh, surprise. Stephen, yeah, okay, I understand what you're saying about the two up, but I totally disagree with you in the fact that it's negative because if you look at the middle of the park, you've got Armstrong who will continually go beyond dykes. You've got McGinn, forward-thinking player. You get Christie, do the same. You've got two wing backs that'll play very high up the pitch. So as much as he's not went with two out-and-out strikers, mm. me personally, I think that's a very attacking side. Stephen, I know that I know that getting to the Euros is it's not the be-all and end-all for everyone, and we want to build on it and we want to become regulars. But without going over old ground here, we we've done something as a men's team we've not done since '98, and a lot of that. Came from having found Lyndon Dykes And getting the ball up to him And getting guys round about him Why has that so quickly become something That you don't want to see happen? I'm not criticising Lyndon Dykes That's not what I'm saying What I'm actually saying is That Stevie Clark He just tends to play near defensively No I know but you did say that don't Something along the lines of Don't tell me we're going to go back To playing long balls up to, to Lyndon Dykes When I'm not saying you should boot it away At every opportunity But getting long balls up to Lyndon Dykes Has helped us get to the Euros Is it not? But is that the type of football we want to be playing? <sighs> Qualification football. football Aye, that'll do Stephen, successful football That's what we want to be playing We are never going to Pass teams off the pitch And maybe that's been a problem Sh- should, should we Should we aim a bit higher <laughs> Looking at some of the teams uh, The players we've got At our disposal Um I think we've tried it before, Gordon With players who have came from down south And playing in the top league down south And in previous campaigns We've tried to go toe-to-toe With what you would call Average international teams And we just couldn't do it We we just You know Got rolled over Campaign After campaign And We had to try something different Stevie Clark has come in Stephen is right This is what Stephen, uh, Stevie Clark Was brought to the job for His style Of winning games Not pretty But winning games mm-hmm. And being defensively sound Over the last campaign He proved that It was right mm-hmm. London Dykes was a great target man Did brilliant in Serbia Why would he change it He's right I, Listen I put down That Shea Adams would with a company Dykes up front um, Come to think it That may have been foolish Because Stephen is right 
Stevie Clark always goes for this One up front And energetic players run about Would you have liked to have seen Adams and Dykes Stephen or Adams instead of Dykes? Personally yeah. I would like to see them Especially when Okay it's for first game Right So maybe And it's a very good team we're playing tonight By the way Don't be kidding I've watched them yeah. A few games are a right good side A technical side uh, And they've got very good players mm-hmm. So I just wouldn't like people to think that Get too cocky And just say It's just a matter of Coming up tonight Because it's no No I, Gordon that would, that would be Crazy because Austria are seeded above us You know mm-hmm. Denmark and Austria Were the two Big guns Supposedly yeah. the, the good thing for us is And I don't want to get Too ahead of ourselves As, as Stephen says We could have had Some absolute World beaters in, in those top two sections And we didn't We got Denmark and Austria <sighs> The banana skin Might come by the fact That Israel I think were the team Seeded below us Were they um, So yeah th- These are on paper, Austria are meant to qualify at our expense, so to speak. But that's why it becomes so important, doesn't it? A couple of the callers mentioning earlier on, if you really want to qualify out this group, you, you, you kind of need to you kind of need to beat these teams at home. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with Stephen. I, I think it's going to be a very very difficult game, Gordon. Um, and if you scrape a one 0 you'd be over the moon. Uh, you try and get off to a good start. You're at home. Try and make that advantage count. Yes, there's question marks, and every team that. Is picked, you know. We could, we we all had different teams in the studio. What about what home. about Shea Adams then? Just oh. p- particularly because of the way he's come into the into the fold, we're going to need to see a bit of him before the Euros, surely. Well, the three games coming up, um, rotation will be everything, and I think we certainly will. Whether he comes off the bench tonight, whether he starts on Sunday, whether he starts on Wednesday. Steve Clark will probably have a plan in his, his mind over these next three games because you've got to get the balance right, you've got to get the freshness right, to get everything going. Mm. We have to start tonight, so the concentration... I, I think Stephen makes good points there about st- the way Steve Clark is about his business, but I won't say tonight, looking at that team on paper, that's a negative team. And especially I think Serbia, that's an attacking we, team. It got very nervy, more nervy than it should have at the end, but, but we attacked well in Serbia, didn't we? We did, and we only went backwards when... Steve Clark started making substitutions off and took Dykes off and I think Ryan Christie followed and McGinn John McGinn well, yeah. went off and that's when things started falling apart so you can see why Steve Clark's looked at that attacking set up mm. and thought yeah that'll do for tonight uh, Stephen I know you would have done things slightly differently team lineup wise are you co- can we get something though are you confident enough that we can do it tonight nah, yeah. no really no uh, to see that I had Austria in quite high regard They're a good side So I think if they can start off with a point Anything else would be a bonus yeah. obviously. You know what I mean uh, Just for a moment I've got another point that I just uh, sure. depicted the panel uh, I follow the Welsh team as well Because I used to live down south uh, And there's been a press release Came the night Because they play Wales at the weekend And the Czech player that was involved The carry-on last week uh, The Czech FA have released a statement saying that he's no travelling to Britain for his own safety. Now, I'm not saying I agree with anything, but what I'm trying to say is, is that fact's as bad as what was coming to you now, that somebody can't travel to play for their country because of previous actions. I don't agree with that. Well, Stephen, I think it's maybe also the case that he might not travel because the police are going to want a word with him if he comes to these parts. So I think that that's part of it as well, rather than suggesting there's any... Uh, threat to him Yeah um, And you wonder if If the Czech team want him 
as part of it when there's this investigation going to happen from UEFA. So, like I said, I, I, think, I think that's what's yeah. really behind it. That's the main priority yeah, okay. is that the police can't uh, then question him if he's not here ultimately. Stephen, thank you very much. That takes us up nicely. I am so looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to it all week. This is something we're doing this just for a week. Uh, we're taking a punt on a pundit with Glenn's vodka, trying to give you some prizes, trying to. Cheer you up a little bit It's rotten having to watch these games at home So we're trying to give you some Stuff to make it a bit more enjoyable But we put the pundits up against each other To play on your behalf It's been chaos in the last three nights Which means these two I, I dread to think But we'll find out next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they're about to go head to head We're here till 8 o'clock So there's still loads of time to get your calls in On Scott Brown's departure for Aberdeen On the Scotland game tonight On anything else that you think we've missed Feel free We'd love to hear from you between now and 8 But before we do anything Let's do this Take a punt on a pundit With Glenn's Vodka The official spirit of the SPFL Please drink responsibly Oh I'm looking forward to this We've been doing it every night this week We're giving you the chance to boost your game day experience And lift your viewing from home By winning some huge prizes We know it's really tough You can't get out to games So we're trying to make that a bit easier We've picked two contestants at random They've both entered online at Clyde1.com And they've got the chance to win a shirt and ball of your choice The shirt signed by the squad A bottle of Glenn's Vodka £15 worth of takeaway vouchers A pair of pay-per-view tickets for you and a mate as well So the full game day experience We will throw in some of that for the runner-up as well So no one is leaving empty-handed Today's first contestant is Derek from Hamilton Who's a Partick Thistle supporter Derek, how's it going? Would it be cheeky of me to suggest, Derek, that you're needing something to cheer you up after your team's results recently? We've not had too many games recently. I'm doing alright. Right, okay, you happy um, enough? I just I remember we had one caller I think the other night and he didn't get through and he was wanting to complain about Partick Thistle. So maybe that's planted an unfair seed in my head. I'll I'll take it back. That's fine Right okay John wasn't having that Derek wasn't having it Sorry John is the other contestant A Celtic fan from Greenock How's it going John? Not too bad Gordon Now John it says here That you actually Entered your wife Angela But she refused to come on air With these two Is that right? She got stage fright No wonder I would not Honestly You two No I'm I'm not even going to I'm not even going to go there I'm not going to ask you What you two think of that Because it's, it's It's not worth it Right here is the deal um, Both colours are, uh, callers are going to be allocated a pundit I feel really sorry for them That they're both relying on you two I, I mean Derek who would you rather have? Mushroom Right okay <laughs> Straight Good in luck, there Derek. Star of the Bombay Dreams menu Oh <laughs> yes Oh um, yes You must feel pretty bad about yourself after hearing that him. That's okay And and the caller on Beat the Pundit said that he was the uh, Yeah you're getting a tough time to uh, Yeah okay Right here's the way this is going to work So both callers are allocated a pundit I will give the pundits a player And the number of SPFL clubs that they played for The pundits then must decide how many of those teams they could name And the other player gets to try and one-up them I'll give you a working example as I do every night It's much easier I use the same example So I will say I'll toss the coin You know Derek's first through Mm. I'll say Right Mark Kenny Miller has played for seven SPFL teams How many do you think you can name? And you say to me "Mm, I think I can name four Gordon DL says Oh I think I could name five Alright Gordon On you go Let's hear you Or he just says No problem Mark Take it away And if you don't get your four the point goes to him Right Okay, okay? Yeah, yeah yeah And you've played before yeah. So you get this don't you Yeah but if I say five He can say six Yeah you can keep trying to yeah. one up Or I can I say d- No I don't, I don't know why I've you would do that one up you. Right 
Derek's first through So Derek if it's heads It will be the mushroom And if it's tails It's Gordon Diel And you've got your wish Derek yes. Mark Wilson playing on, on your behalf John sorry yeah. about that That's alright right, We'll stuff. try our best John uh, We'll see how we get on So Better <laughs> Okay John <laughs> <laughs> Right um, so it was heads Derek's first through Mark So we'll, we'll go you first It's your serve right Here we go Let's take it away Here's the first player Now I don't want The teams Just just give me the number Andy Gorham Has played for Six Scottish clubs How many do you think You could name Don't tell me the teams Just how many Andy Gorham Has played for Six Scottish clubs How many Do you think You could name Four Gordon DL, could you one up that? Could you go better? Or do you want to put Wilson under pressure and make him name his four? Hurry up. Um, You've not got all night. Scotland game's kicking off in half an hour. I think I could go five. Oh, Are you going to let can him? Can you? Are you going to let him? Aye. Yeah? I can, right. Yeah. Gordon DL, let's see it. He's played yeah. for six Scottish clubs. Andy Gordon, can, <laughs> you, can you name five? <laughs> There's no way. You can put them off all you want There's right? no way you're getting five Take it away Gordon Hibs Yep Rangers Yes Motherwell Yes oh, Well done Air United No ah, Yes it did And the point goes Go on, to girl. Mark Wilson What's the change? Queen of the South Queen of the South <laughs> Elgin and Hamilton Hamilton yeah. oh. Listen I right. say I had them right here <laughs> nope, sorry No appearances Nope not according to producer Callum Derek well done You're one up oh, Derek, What do you mean you're one up Sir more, more than one Aye, Best of three Oh no I've, I've went too early With my celebrations John, John, you're, only one. John you're up against it I'm afraid oh, God. I look like it Right Gordon it's okay Chance <laughs> right. to redeem yourself right. Your serve Player two is Gary Mackay Stephen he's played for Five Scottish clubs How many do you think You could name Three Mark Wilson Could you do better Could you one up Gordon DL Could you do more than three Four Play Okay, okay. He's, oh, he's putting him up to bat Right let's see it Pressure go Airdrie Yes Dundee United Yes Celtic Yes Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Yes oh, 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 Aberdeen oh, through Aberdeen. the line You're going to need to get one more Ross County No hey, ah. Hold on I, I, I was going to say Aberdeen no, no, shouted Aberdeen. Aberdeen I was John that shouted Aberdeen We've never had this problem before <laughs> John John Who shouted Aberdeen John which one of you two shouted that? Not me. They're not one up. Somebody shouted it. I was John. Right, we're gonna we're gonna have to take it to a decider. Oh, we're Derek, gonna have to. Derek, they've robbed you. We're yeah. gonna have to take Hold it. Hold on, it was Derek shouted Aberdeen. We're gonna have to take it to the decider. <laughs> we have not been Derek and shouted Aberdeen around the plane for it. Well, John was playing with me. Why would he give you an answer? Right, so it's, it's back to yourself, Mark. Yeah. Yes, is it yeah, back to you? Right, on you go. Right. right, player three, we're going to have to do a decider. It's the only fair way. Player three has played for eight clubs. Oh, oh yeah. No. And it's our old friend of the show, Craig Beatty. How many of his eight oh, clubs yes. do you think you can name Mark Wilson? By the way, that's producer Callum that's decided it has to go to a, a, a tiebreaker, so blame him. Don't eight clubs has played for. Oh, How many right. do you think you could name? I can only think of three. Gordon, can you do more? Hurry up uh, Yeah I think I could do four yeah Right Are you going to make him do it Mark? Uh, yes Right Gordon DL This is it All comes down to this If you can get four Of Craig Beatty's clubs You win the prize On behalf of John If you don't do it Derek is the winner Take us away Celtic Yes Hearts Yes 
Elgin. Yes. <laughs> That's what I got as well. <laughs> you need oh. one more. Do you need, do you need you one need more? You need one more, or Mark Wilson's the winner and Derek gets the prize. <laughs> oh. oh. Still in Albion. Yes! Yeah! Yes! Got us there! Oh, John! Give me a cuddle! I can't believe it. Oh, you can Don't worry about it! Yes! You just won the ballon d'or. Look at this. That's shocking. What an outrageous reaction. Derek and I were wrong. You doubted me. John, well done to you. You are the winner of that top prize. We're giving you the shirt and ball of your choice, signed by the squad, a bottle of Glen's vodka, 15 pounds of takeaway vouchers, and a pair of pay-per-view tickets for you and your mate. You happy with that? Delighted. Tell God that makes up for 1994. Hey, Derek, how do you like those apples? <laughs> you just celebrated that more than 1994. Derek, don't worry. We're going to soften the blow, Derek. We'll chuck in uh, the runner-up prize, bottle of Glen's vodka, the £15 of takeaway vouchers, and the pay-per-view tickets as well. So you're not leaving empty-handed. Good man, Derek. Thanks, Gordon. Good man. That was Derek and John in Greenock. Look at this. I cannot believe this reaction. <laughs> It's because it's against you like, me. You, like you know what he's like when he you plays like me. me. <laughs> oh, I wish those cameras were on. Are they on? Producer Callum has done that. I've never been so excited in all my life. Who was the other four? I was going to go for them. <sighs> Do we really care? Yeah, Dunfermline was going to go for. Oh, I'm glad you didn't. No. Nah, Air United, Dundee, Edinburgh oh, City. I've gone Dundee as well. Edinburgh City. Um, yeah. <sighs> Gordon, who shouted it? Was it Derek? It was Derek, yeah. I don't know. A brilliant show. Oh, Derek, you've robbed yourself. I can't there. believe though, but I no. Do you know what? You it's your fault. Why? Because I gave you the chance to just name the other one. Who was the other? Who one? does he play for at the moment? Oh, hearts! Oh, Derek, I blame you for that no, as well. It's your fault. <laughs> I gave you the chance, right? Who else? He did start out there, Ross Kenny, but he didn't play. Did he not? Hmm. Mm. Oh God! What a game! I, 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 I'm telling you now, this has made my super the score of your life. Yeah, that oh, was what fantastic. Reaction that was. I know because he likes beating me. <laughs> Do you know what? He was so confident, so confident. But I got it. Him and that Derek. You know what I mean? Him and me, D. <laughs> the two of them together. Des Day. Don't worry, I've got this covered. And De- Del- Enjoy your runner-up prize, young man. <laughs> and Del came on and was Del came on and was giving it mushroom. Exactly. I want with the mushroom. Ah, dear me. Whereas right. John in the Dazzler strolled right on. Ten minutes to kick off at Hamden. It's a big game. It's a World Cup qualifier between Scotland and Austria. Mm. Let's bring in Joe, who's in Rob Royston. Joe, are you fancying Scotland's chances tonight? Uh, it's a tough outfit, Gordon, but there's nothing to say we can't do it. I'm happy with that. Now, it says on here, Joe, you obviously have been speaking to the producer that you are Scotland's good luck charm because apparently you were on before Scotland's last two games and that we won. Well, the last two I was on, we won. I'm not wanting to jinx it. I think I've got no self claim, but I hope, I hope that um, I'm a superstitious man. And I hope that um, this is, if we get off on the right foot against Austria, that's going to give us a big bonus on the World Cup qualifiers. Joe, I am all for it. So, were you on the show that night with us on uh, the Thursday night we played Serbia? Yeah, I was on. I was the last call before we went uh, into the game. Oh, um, my God. What, hey, by the way, what an accolade that is. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, was, I, was the one, I was the one that went and was asking us to get a tattoo as well. <gasps> so, so, you did. There was a tattoo. What was the tattoo story again? And then we got you went and got the tattoo, didn't you? 
Uh, yes, I did. It was after uh, the Salt and Sarah game. I went and got it uh, tattooed on my leg the, the match. Sorry, I've got Christy. I've got Jovic on my leg. I've got qualified. I've got the whole, the whole shebang. My, my pal still to live up to the other end of the deck, though. He's, uh, Some size of legs. I got wound up a belter. I was told, like, oh, I, we, we'll both go and get a tattoo. It'll be great. Uh, you know, Dumpling here has been left for the Oh listen and do you know what No one can take that away from you Even if we don't win tonight The Euros is still on The tattoo will not uh, go to By the way I like that That's good yeah I'd, That's commitment to the Joe, cause I'd stick that in my CV The final caller on Super Scoreboard Aye. The night we played Serbia Because yeah. I, I think he I think he brought us some luck He went and got the tattoo Back to mm-hmm. me Are you going to get um, Take a punt on a pundit winner March 2021 Oh, I've got to uh, oh, In uh, size What what type of font Would fit that nose Do you think Triple <laughs> XL oh, right. Listen I'm just Comic happy. Sans 48 <laughs> Right across it uh, Joe Are we going to do The business tonight though It's a tough ask isn't it It is I, I just uh, I want to see Che, che Adams Got on and do well yeah. uh, um, Want to see that To lock his cap in uh, It would have been better if, they, if the rumours were true That they weren't allowed To bring their Bundesliga players I know, they've, I know. They've, brought, they've brought them So it's, it's going to be A tough outfit But we held on In the, the most nerve-wracking Game of my life At Serbia And that's the biggest game This is just a, It's not as big as that But it's close to it. It's against a good outfit To go out and do The business on them Yeah I mean, Joe's right I, I didn't allow myself To believe that For one minute Because it's always the way Especially at the moment There's all these rumours 14 players Are not going to be Allowed to travel Bundesliga All their best players he just knew it wouldn't turn out that way And they have Alaba obviously amongst yeah. them um, Some of the superstars The main goal scoring threat Is going to come from there as well Mark Wilson They are ranked above us for a reason They are second yeah. seeds in this group For a reason This is supposed to be a tough game tonight We have no divine right to win it Far <laughs> from it But if we're, going to ha- if we're going to qualify These are the games that Well you need to win And these were the games that when you look back to 1998 or 97, should I say, when we qualified uh, for the last time at the World Cup, these were the games that we took care of and we somehow found ways to win. I think the game against Serbia uh, and the outcome of that game has gave Scotland fans a, a wee bit more hope. I think we rolled up to campaigns thinking, oh, here we go again, beating the first one and that's that campaign over. But I think the Scotland fans are optimistic about this campaign. Tonight is important, right enough. You get off to a good start, you win tonight. You follow up, you know, Israel's going to be a tough game, but you've got Faroe Islands on Wednesday night, no disrespect to them, that should be where we see guys like Che Adams get a full 90 yeah. under his belt, and you're off to a good start, and who knows where that could take you. Looking at fixtures, Mark, what's a good start? Because you're looking at, tonight's got to be difficult, we know that, but we're at home. We're, we've got two home games, one away. Would you take... Well, you need to beat the Pharaohs, though, obviously, po- don't you? Yeah, so yeah. take S- seven points. Seven the, points would be fantastic, I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned Alaba, Sabitzer as well, Leipzig, you know, he's banging in the door of about 200 appearances, I think, for Leipzig, so they do have some threats. We should be confident, I guess, in, in our guys as well. Joe, people are going to think this was a stitch-up. This is completely accidental. I was unaware of this, but you were the last caller before Serbia, and you're going to be the last caller tonight before kick-off as well, so give us the, the match prediction. Um, you always need to go positive. I'm gonna push. Uh, I'm gonna push a two-one, and we're gonna go. We're gonna grab. We're gonna grab it. And I think 
I might put all my money in the line and say Che Adams will, will nip a winner and start his debut off in a flying start. Don't Ooh. hold me to it though. No, yeah, please don't put all your money on it. Please gamble responsibly. <laughs> but I do love your positivity. Hopefully, you continue to be our good luck charm. Joe's going to have no space left for tattoos if we keep winning games of football. But I'm all for it. He can send us the pictures. We'll go back to Hamden ahead of kickoff next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kick off fast approaching at Hamden We'll go back to the National Stadium very soon indeed And get a final recap of the teams And a build up to kick off with Andrew McLean Just a real shame Usually we would go over at this time And it would be full house hopefully Atmosphere building, noise through the roof It's not like that at the moment is it? It's, it's different But it's still football And hopefully it's going to be a successful night for Stevie Clark's side um, very interesting team lineup tonight. Some familiar faces in there. Some ones that we've not seen in a while in a Scotland jersey, like Grant Hanley and Jack Hendry. Shea Adams is on the bench. Scott McTominay moved in uh, to midfield. But Andrew McLean will give us a full roundup of the teams in just a second. I mean, you think these two are focused very much on the football. All Mark Wilson's done during the break <laughs> is bore us to tears about how much he likes Scotland's warm up top and he wants to buy yeah, it and wear yeah, it with yeah. his jeans this summer. It's a belter. Um, I'm getting it for the Euros. Right, yeah. okay. Um, nice, nice black number, does. They do it in double XL. Oh, 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 for yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. when they suit you with a big baggy joggies, you've got no <laughs> PE teacher <laughs> ones. Gordon, just a quick happy right. birthday to my niece Nadia. Happy birthday, Nadia. Happy birthday, well done. Uh, right, let's go <laughs> to Hamden and speak to Andrew McLean. <laughs> Well, the national anthems are over. Scotland and Austria are out on the pitch, and this is the Scotland team that will be taking on Austria tonight. David Marshall starts in goal. It's Jack Hendry, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney across the back three. Stephen O'Donnell, Scott McTominay, John McGinn and Andy Robertson in midfield with Ryan Christie and Stuart Armstrong supporting Lyndon Dykes up top. And it's nice to be entering a qualifying campaign off the back of a successful one. Isn't it plenty of optimism in this Scotland squad? You could hear it from the players during the week and Steve Clark's now urging them to show that they're not one tournament wonders. Scotland are third seeds in this group behind Austria and Denmark. Denmark beat Israel 2-0 tonight. But you always think that the key to these group stages is to win your home games and that gives you a good basis to work from. So it's not only about getting the win tonight for Scotland but maybe trying to make a statement as well. Plenty of interest, as you said, in that starting lineup. Jack Hendry's impressed over in Belgium on loan from Celtic this season. It's his first Scotland cap since 2018. Grant Hanley's next to him. He hasn't played an international game since the same year too. Scott McTominay's put in some big performances for Man United this season and we'll see how he transitions back into midfield for Scotland and a good chance of seeing Shea Adams come off the bench for his international debut as well not long until kick-off but the Scotland players will be making a statement before kick-off as well they're choosing to stand in solidarity with Glenn Kamara instead of take the knee as we continue our fight against racism I'm just looking at that Austria team And after me giving that big build up to Marcel Sabitzer He's not starting so we're fine oh. um, David Alaba does, he captains the side um, This evening Sabitzer on the bench there And I won't run through the Scotland But everybody is on the bench pretty much Who would you be looking at realistically? Callum McGregor, Ryan Fraser, Shea Adams obviously mm. Kevin Nisbet maybe Time will tell, right you two Make me feel better about this Because you always get a little bit nervous at this stage Are we going to get something? I think this Austrian team will be a good side like we've been saying all night um, Technical side, I think Scotland will find it difficult <clears throat> I think we'll get a 1-1 out of this Gordon tonight We were discussing it just um, <clears throat> as Andrew was giving us the team from Hamden And I've gone the exact same gone 1-1 okay. Brilliant, 
Real imagination from you What about yourself? You can surely give your opinion on, on Scotland oh, It doesn't matter, that's fine I'll leave, I'll leave oh. the predictions to you guys Right, let's bring in Joe Who's a Celtic fan on the line Hi Joe How you doing Gordon? Alright, how Gordon, Mark? Hi Joe well, Hi Joe, what's on your mind tonight? Before I go into my point It's just to tell Daza um, As normal, I'll start off with saying His fan club down here are do, doing very well um, We've got 32 members now I know you're a bit jealous of it Gordon But, you know, just to get that, a point to before I start my main point. I, I just think it's ironic that you've got the same number of members as he's got ex-wives. No, I just yeah. think that's tell my, tell my fan club I'm asking for every one minute. Have you not heard this before? He's got a fan club. Yeah. Joe has called previously and is is in Hartlepool and apparently has started a Cordendale fan club. And what? Who well, would sign up to that, Joe? Honestly, well, there's quite a few here, Mark. Honestly, um, I'm trying to get you a bit famous, but obviously the Celtic boys have made you famous. But Gordon, I'll send them up a photo to the Gordon. With the guys wearing the t-shirts after the virus is away. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe, and, and pass on my kind regards to my fans down there, Imagine and I'll see them soon. Imagine his face on a t-shirt. Oh my <laughs> word! Uh, right, anyway, Joe, I know you want to talk Scott Brown. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts, Scott Brown, I wish him all the best. But I've got a wee theory again that I think um, there's an arm man that will follow him up there, and I think Lee, Lee Griffiths is um, a really good chance of following Scott Brown up there. No, no, Aberdeen need goals. I think Scott, I think uh, Lee Griffiths will produce, produce the goals, and I think Scott Brown have a big influence, and will maybe go in there. My only second point is, I think it's a done deal that Roy Keane's an ex-Celtic manager gone to the bookies. Mm. We all know the bookies are never far wrong. There's certain bookies online not taking bets on them now, and the best price that I can get online is one to two on. Roy Keane being the sixth Irish manager of Celtic. The only thing I would say about that, Mark. Did Bookies not suspend betting on Roy Keane when Brendan Rodgers got the job? Yeah. I'm sure they did, or, or something like that. Yeah, and, and recently, Gordon, over this past month or so, the amount of times the Bookies have got it wrong well, and they're running well, and it keeps were, chopping and changing. There was an Aberdeen fan who got himself up yeah. to second favourite, so that yeah. might tell you. But I, I get what Joe's saying because I did read the point this morning that Roy Keane, you know, is favourite and his name won't go away, but. Um, I don't think it's a done deal as of yet. And and the point of Lee Griffiths, I would agree with Joe that I think Lee Griffiths' time at Celtic will be drawn to a close now. And that, I just mean that through the amount of appearances he's making and the minutes he's getting the pitch. That's no good for anyone. Obviously, Celtic don't feel like he, he's contributing enough on the pitch. And Lee Griffiths himself will not want to just feature for two minutes. Will he go to Aberdeen? Well, I, I'm not so sure that's that's a leap, but I, th- I think Lee Griffiths has still got a lot of good football in him, and Aberdeen do need a goal scorer. Maybe it would be a match. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens when Scott Brown goes there. Of course, he'll attract some players to go, and you know he's got his contacts, Gordon. And uh, the big one is obviously every Celtic fan wants to know. Never mind the bookies Who's going to be The next Celtic manager um, I mean Joe whether, whether the bookies Are right or not And whether you can Look too much into Betting being suspended As Joe says The, the Roy Keane Rumour mill is, is turning faster On social media Gordon in the last few days Yeah um, You know Martin O'Neill Has obviously um, Put his name out there As well Speaks very highly Of him Was working with him uh, Club football And international football So knows him very very well As a coach And um, what it would be as a manager to Celtic You know I think Celtic fans are split Gordon mm. he's, um, Would he's you go ca- along with it Joe Would it excite you Roy Keane? I wouldn't really But I think um, The players here need a Kick up the backside To be honest with you And I think he's mm. the sort of guy to do that I'd love to have seen him working with Scott Brown I think that had been a partnership made in heaven 
But in saying that, I, I know they're 50-50 and I can understand that. Was Neil Lennon not the type of guy That can give players a kick up the backside mark I mean maybe not as intense Maybe not as ferocious as Roy Keane I don't know But that was sort of his That was his yeah, thing His style of People Yeah yeah, um, Put towards Neil Yeah I would uh, I would argue that that is the case The thing is with Roy Keane um, Does it in a slightly bigger More global level Than Neil Lennon So you saw oh, so the yeah, it's a bigger aura, isn't it? Yeah, you saw the attraction that Steven Gerrard came in without any coaching experience, uh, and what that meant, you know, around the world to the Rangers fans and everybody knows Steven Gerrard's name. Roy Keane would draw similar attention getting the Celtic job. I personally think it would work, but only if he had the right coaching team round about him. And I'm pretty sure he knows plenty of talented coaches who are. Thinking in the modern way Because the thing that's held against Roy Keane is He's not been a manager for 10 years And people say well Mm -hmm. Can he really keep up with this modern game If he's got the right Mm -hmm. coaching team around him Then I think he can And he could be the figurehead of it Would that side of it concern you at all Joe? No not really I think Mark Watson's talking all his Really good points here Mm, That's always a worry Mm. (laughs) I think they're bringing him maybe in As a big name as Mark's saying To attract attract big players Because we're still going to get players from around the world or Europe even to come to Celtic and I think Roy Keane being there and as Mark says with the right guys behind him um, I, I would go for that I think it depends who comes in there I can see John Kennedy that leaving pretty soon on for, well at the end of the season I think they'll be showing the door also Yeah well certainly going to be fascinating it's been fascinating already for the last couple of weeks let's see what lies ahead thank you Joe and Hartlepool 01419511025 Five minutes gone, five and a half, Scotland nil, Austria nil. Have we learned anything early on? Um, that Austria are a decent side, possession-based, had a, a chance right away. Good tackle from Jack Henry to get back, but he diverts it into the path of the oncoming Austrian striker who just puts it wide. But um, I think you've seen the game plan. It is going to be a bit of a long night for Scotland, try to get the ball back first and foremost. I think you can tell right away, Mark, they look very comfortable on the ball. Yeah. They really do. They look assured. They look like they know what they're doing. So we just need to settle in the game. Um, you know, as long as we don't lose a goal, settle into it. But a couple of moments, Mark, where we've maybe managed to turn, break the lines, as they say, and, and then it's kind of broken down. We've had a couple of set pieces to defend as well. We're about to try and defend another as the ball comes off Kieran Tierney and goes out for a corner. Yeah, with plenty of height in there. You know, you look at Jack Henry, Hanley, London Dykes, McTominay, big, big lads to deal with this type of threat. But it's important, like you said there, when we won the ball back and Armstrong won it back and was very composed, but try to play it down the channel for Dykes. And I don't think... That's going to be London Dykes' game Running down the channels And that's where maybe the criticism And not having two up front Or a Ryan Fraser May come into it um, But you can clearly see In the opening six, seven minutes That this Austrian side are, are all very comfortable in the ball And will put Scotland under pressure Maybe that's why Hanley has been chosen In the centre of that defence Because he's going to Have to be put his body on the line Several times tonight Yep, they look like They know what they're doing, Gordon yeah, um, look very comfortable, look well assured, Gordon's as I said, uh, good shape about them, but Scotland um, will just need to settle into the game, they've got new partnership at the back there, that takes time, um, you know, when they get on the ball, they've got to, you know, I know that it's very easy when you look up front and you see Dykes to play that long ball, but they need to just get some passing movements going, you know, a lot of the balls in there are just going, um, you know, back to... Austria and then all of a sudden they're back on the attack so we just need to sort of a settle down we seem to be hurrying our passes just now they look very very composed on it 
Um, but everybody knows they're a good side. But we're at home tonight. And as I say, the first goal's got to be so important. And there we go. International football can be funny. You've got your superstars. Was that David Alaba? Yeah. Austrian yeah. captain, Bayern Munich superstar, linked with more big moves. Ball, simple ball past him, lets it roll under his feet and out for a mm. throw in. There that was a favourite of mine, Stas, that one. <laughs> under it, yeah. Look, looking up to see where your next pass is going, and the ball escapes <laughs> under your foot. Intimidated by Stephen O'Donnell. I exactly. think that's the only explanation for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, early stages, eight and a bit minutes gone, Scotland nil, Austria nil. Um, but one thing is for you do you do get a feeling, don't you, that it's certainly not going to be easy. There's and I don't think anyone thought it would be before the game, but and that's abundantly clear having seen them. Kieran Tierney with a kind of trademark burst forward. Good to have centre backs that can do that, Gordon, as well. Yeah, I think the modern day game, you've got to have guys that are comfortable coming out from the back. You still like that natural ball winner, Gordon, the guy that'll go and Fight his case Fight his corner But when you get possession You don't just want to be Lumping up the part Losing it And then It's attack after attack You've got to have guys like Tierney who can come out with it I think Henry can come out and play You know Link up through the middle of the park um, So I think that's very important For Scotland tonight To keep possession uh, Heavy challenge from I think it was Hanley there Hanley Because we had a first set piece chance John McGinn just got caught late there And there was a chance for Scotland to lump it into the box Hanley came was up for Was there actually anything wrong with the tackle? On McGinn or no, Hanley's? on Hanley uh, uh, From Hanley um, I think yeah. it might have been just too uh, over eager to there Biased yeah. um, Moldova have taken the lead against the, oh. the Faroe Islands You want to take that back? Having I'll take, seen I'll the take replay? it back, yeah, yeah Nothing Gordon. wrong with that Gordon No, 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 no I chance. thought the referee got that wrong but I'll keep you right um, Moldova Faroe Islands Moldova 1-up Remember those are the other sides in our group um, If you're interested elsewhere The likes of Germany are 2-0 up on Iceland Inside 7 minutes Kai Havertz of Chelsea You Rangers fans will remember him Playing for Bayer Leverkusen as well um, But the ones that we're interested in in our group Denmark have already beaten Israel So Denmark are the top seeds remember And as I said Moldova 1-up on the Faroe Islands John Carver and Stevie Clark Having a bit of a discussion Old school pen and Where's paper iPad no, when you need no, no iPads to be seen It's pen and paper for our coaching what staff the pen tonight runs it? See yeah. iPads are iPads take that away The battery's on it <laughs> Get a charger Get Gavin Strachan's charger I, 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 Just looking at this team I think the, I think the fancy it tonight Gordon they're, they're not sitting back And home to hit um, Scotland on the counter attack they're putting men forward I think they've got two guys up top um, They're very comfortable at the back They're prepared to go man for man um, This will be a tough night Right, hopefully it goes well Ten minutes gone Scotland nil, Austria nil Whatever happens Good, bad or indifferent We're here to look back on it all tomorrow night Hugh Keevans will be here I'm sure he'll have something to say Chris Burke will be alongside him And most importantly We look forward to be joined by you So we'll do that at six o'clock tomorrow In the meantime Enjoy the rest of the game Johnny Campbell is up next